Today's episode is brought to you by Wealth Nutrition. Hi, everybody, and welcome to The Daily Grind. I am your host, Colin Morgan, and five days a week, I aim to motivate, educate, and inspire you to live the life of your dreams. I interview some of the most successful and inspiring people, along with sharing insight of my own, in order for you to not only be successful in what you're doing, but prosper in business and life. This show is for grinders, people who don't just have dreams, but are willing to lay it all on the line and grind for what they want. Welcome everyone to The Daily Grind. Create some type of income that's going to allow you to um, take care of your, you know, food, shelter, security, so that you can think in abundance, yeah. as opposed to scarcity. So that would be important. So maybe consult, consult a little, grab a couple of clients, consult on the side, but be building something that is your 20-year plan, um, and 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 choose a category that you can become excited about. There are a thousand different categories for you to sell into. Um, and you know, I didn't grow up as a dentist. Like I didn't grow up uh, obsessed over teeth necessarily, but I've always been fascinated by teeth, first impressions, um, and and the effect that a smile has. I am always experimenting with new ways to stay focused and keep my energy level high throughout the day. As an entrepreneur, I know that this is paramount to my success. I recently discovered a new supplement that has solved this key issue for me. Focus 5 by Wealth Nutrition not only keeps me focused, but gives me the energy to stay motivated throughout my day while maintaining a positive mindset. See, most supplements for me really don't help, never have, and make me more jittery than anything else. I haven't had any of those issues while on Focus 5. So if you want to try Focus 5 for 50% off for all Daily Grind listeners, all you have to do is visit focusfi.com. Again, that is F-O-C-U-S-F-I.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Daily Grind. On today's episode, I interview the founder of Snow Teeth Whitening Solutions, Josh Elizechi. On this episode, Josh not only shares his entrepreneurial experience with us, um, but really he gives you some real tools that you can start to implement in your life in order for you to live a life of abundance and live a life of true freedom. And that's really what we all look to do. So as always, everyone, be sure you get that notepad out, grab a pen, sit back and dive deep in today's interview with the amazing Josh Elizechi. Enjoy, everyone. Well, Josh Elizechi, welcome to The Daily Grind, man. How are you today? Hey, what's going on, Colin? Pleasure to be here. Pleasure that you're here as well. We're super excited. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, Josh, say for some you know, audience members, listeners being first introduced to you today, um, kind of in your own words, sharing a little bit more of who you are and what it is that you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I started um, I started at a really young age, about 12 years ago as a, as a programmer, just because I want to figure out a way to, to, to make some money and help my family out. And that's kind of, um, kind of snowballed into what we, what we do today. We, um, we build internet brands, um, in, in different categories. Um, the one that is currently uh, a rocket ship that is most well known by the general market is a company called snow. Um, we are a premium oral care brand. We have a product, uh, teeth whitening system, um, that is used by a quarter million people, 
uh, in our first four year business. Um, so we have hundreds of celebrity partners, um, you know, 10 million people a month seeing our advertisements, 2 million monthly shoppers. So, um, you know, really excited to build that brand out into the, uh, the rest of the oral care uh, category. So uh, essentially we, we build everything in house. Um, we, we own our patents, we own our trademarks. Um, we uh, engineer, um, do our research in house. Uh, so really just kind of uh, building the next generation of consumer brands um, uh, all in-house. And so we're really excited to uh, continue to grow that. I have the opportunity to work with some of the, the smartest people in the world uh, on my team. And I could I could do nothing without them. I am helpless without them. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm super excited to get into this. But you know what I want to do, Josh, with you is kind of build some context for the audience. Um, I'm wondering for you, like about your your childhood, kind of growing up, um, what was that like, and and was entrepreneurship ever in the the realm of possibility for you? Well, you know, growing up, um, you know, I knew that I wanted I knew that I wanted to be something, and and for the longest, um, you know, I, I thought I wanted to be something like a doctor or something medical uh, okay. category, um, and so entrepreneurship was not it was never at the forefront. Um, you know, I wasn't even sure what entrepreneurship was. Um, I just necessity is the mother of invention. And when I realized that, uh, you know, I wanted to get a job at 13 years old and obviously nobody could give me a job at that time. Um, and I was at the public library um, in those days and um, we didn't have a computer at home, uh, but I was always always fascinated by computers. And so when I picked up some of the four dummies books on programming and website development, I realized that I didn't have to go to all this uh, to college and do all of this studying in order for me to create a website that it was a lot easier than I had that I had thought, and so yeah. that kind of shattered some of the limiting beliefs, and that's what led me into entrepreneurship. Wow! So you get into programming. At what stage did you start to you know find entrepreneurship? What what was your first venture? I want to ask you. So my very first venture um, was really uh, blogging. I mean, really back in the day, I yep. I, I, I wanted to uh, get you know get my words out there and created a created a blog and you know all anonymously. Um, and then it was when I received an email uh, from a company that wanted to advertise on the blog that I realized that I could make money doing it. And so that that's what set me on that trail of, mm. of saying I this, this is what a business uh, could be. What you know, what is this that I'm doing? I like what I'm what I'm doing. Oh, this is business entrepreneurship. So kind of stumbling into it from there. Yeah, totally. And then how did you get into this? Te- how did how did you start snow? I mean, how did you get into teeth whitening? Because we see this. I'm sure everyone listening has seen this everywhere. A bunch of celebrities use um, snow and love it. Like, what, what's the story there? Yeah, so um, you know, I, I've had braces multiple times. I've had uh, you know jaw surgery, oh, wow. um, and ever since I was 13 years old, you, you know, luckily I was always tall. By the time I was 12 years old, I was close to six feet tall. So it helped um, when I was meeting with because um, I started to do web design and web development for local uh, local companies because the teachers that at my high school found out that I knew how to make websites, and so they were like, "There's this 14 year old kid." who charges a few hundred bucks and builds these world-class websites in a weekend um, and essentially, you know, like get, help the kid out, but yeah. also he doesn't know his value. So it's a great value. So, um, you know, for me, my smile, that first impression was really important to me, my self-confidence. And so, you know, I was always kind of self-confident about my smile. And so I tried the, you know, all the strips and, you know, going online and I tried all the remedies and the dental treatments and uh, all of that stuff. So one day, you know, I was sitting, I had a dinner with my dentist, my oral surgeon, uh, you know, a couple of people in the dentist community because 
they had seen me pull up in Lambos and Ferraris and they knew how old I was. And they're like, how are you like, how are you making all this money? And yeah. so I, I told them <clears throat> my, my background is helping out with marketing and advertising, just, you know, just shooting the shit, just talking to them. And so we became friends and I said, where's the, where's the opportunity out for a guy like me who's not a dentist, who's not a doctor. And they said, there's this gap in the market. Um, that if you're willing to, you know, put the money up to figure it out, it could be a good opportunity. It's between the stuff you buy at the store and the stuff we sell here in the dentist, um, kind of bridging the gap between those two could mm. be a huge opportunity. And that kind of, once, once you put me on, I'm like a, uh, <clears throat> I'm like a pig looking for truffles. Like once you put me <laughs> on the set, I'm going to, I'm going to go smelling for it. Yeah. So you get into it, all of a sudden you, you, you have the urge to explore this more. Like what were the first steps for you? Like how long of a process did, did it take you from that initial conversation to like creating this product? So that was probably six to nine months. So, um, That's quick. You know, I, it's very quick, yeah. but you got to keep in mind. I have, I have, um, you know, I had just recently sold a business, uh, Got you. and so I was trying to figure out what I want to do. And I had kind of slipped into some mild depression because, mm. uh, you know, I, I kind of thought uh, I was working 16 hour days, seven days a week. I graduated university at 20 years old. So I was working for two years straight, uh, pretty much nonstop traveling, closing deals. And, um, I kind of lost track of myself. I gained a bunch of weight. Uh, and so even though, you know, I had, you know, this, the success that I, you know, I had always dreamt of, yeah. I felt kind of empty. And so I was like, what, what am I going to do next? And so I, I knew I had to find something big that I could focus on for 50 years. That was, uh, essentially that would keep me away from that depression. And so, um, I was looking for, I was desperate looking for something. As soon as I kind of locked my eyes on, um, the oral care market, I started to consume literally every research study I could find every market study, case studies, Everything I could find online, I was reading for 12 to 14 hours a day at coffee shops, at home, in bed, on my phone. I was consuming everything I could, uh, bought every single product out there, um, read every single review, um, hired someone to scrape all the Amazon reviews of all the wow. products, um, and just really, really like building out this Evernote document of exactly what needed to be done, and then having my dental friends help me out. Um, and, and they were really nice to help me out for free of just giving me, um, you know, being the, the use case for me and then connecting me to some of the, the brightest people in the industry that I could pay an hourly consulting rate to just pick their brain. And so it was six to nine months of 12 to 14 hour days, you know, and so I became obsessed over it. Yeah. So I was able to, to, by that point I was like, okay, I know exactly what this market needs. Let's get something out there. Let's get a proof of concept. And if, you know, if we're able to make a million dollars, you know, in, a, in a, a quick enough time period, that means that uh, we've got we're on to something and that we can double down. Yeah, it's really interesting, right? Because like, to the outside world, what it looks like is you've achieved success, right? But maybe internally at that moment, you you felt the press and you're going through a lot of those things, you put a lot of that energy into snow, which was a new business. But I'm curious to know, what are some things that you started to do to work on yourself internally during that time? Well, I, so I spent a lot of time, um, you know, cause I, I was waking up at, at noon and 2 PM and yeah. I just felt I was so lethargic. Um, you know, really just a, a delayed burnout type of uh, scenario. Gotcha. And so, you know, I spent a lot of time thinking about, um, what I wanted out of life. And I realized that I was, I was kind of tired of, of chasing, a, chasing money or chasing like a hustle or chasing like an income. I wanted to create real impact. I wanted to create something that I could be proud of hmm. for, for 
50 years. And so immediately my shiny object syndrome um, went away because I created like a checklist that was like, if I can't run it for 50 years, if I can't go public, if I can't tell everyone at a gala about what I do, um, if I'm not proud of what I'm doing, like I started to check off all these kind of um, these boxes and realize that um, what did I want? What did I want out of life? And I realized the pursuit of happiness is really my pursuit is happiness. I need that vehicle uh, for my addiction to growth in order for me to be happy. And so it just changed the dynamic on how I looked at life. I realized that I want to work with a world-class team, uh, you know, and I wanted to do something that everybody could be proud of. And that's kind of that kind of big abundant shift is what allowed me to see the opportunities and really double down and pour, you know, every single dollar I have into what I believe. And I kind of I got rid of all the other investments. I wanted to do real estate. I wanted to be an angel investor. I wanted to yeah. I do all these things. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna bet on myself and my team, and I'm gonna ride this out for for 50 years. Man, I love that. And you know, what I want to ask you is, you know, there's a lot of people listening who are maybe in a position that they don't want to be in. And maybe they're doing the same thing. They're waking up late. They're trying to find that one thing for themselves. They're trying to break into entrepreneurship. What's the biggest piece of advice you would give them coming from the perspective of you've made all the money, you felt fulfillment, like what should people do? Because I'm sure there's a little bit of a balance there. Yeah, you got you got to figure out you got to figure out what kind of lifestyle you want to live, you yeah. know. And it's like, uh, you know, for me, it was um, I realized that the four hour work week was just not going to work for me. Like that that type of lifestyle business is just not something that I'm interested in in, in doing. I just have I have too much energy. I have too much to give to this world. Yeah. That limiting myself to four hours was just not going to work for me. Um, and so for me, you have to look at what lifestyle do you want to live, um, and and that kind of dictates. Um, obviously the amount of money you need to make and things like that. But I realized that for me, I felt like I felt selfish if I created something small, I felt like I had to create something big. And so you just have to look internally and be like, then nothing's right or wrong. It's just like, what exactly is it? Uh, why are you starting this business? Is it to chase a trend? Is it a hustle? Is it something you want to run for a long time? Do you want to pass it down to your kids? Understanding yeah. the why behind what you're doing is so important. And then just relentless focus. Bill Gates, um, Mark Zuckerberg, um, Warren Buffett, everybody says the exact same one word of advice, which is focus. And if you don't focus, you will lose every single time. Um, and so, you know, it's okay to start with a few things, see what kind of takes off, and then focus from there. But if you don't focus, um, eventually, you know, someone will come in and eat your lunch, especially if you want to do something big. Totally. So you launched Snow, I mean, from idea to actual, I mean, six, nine months, that's quick. At what point when you started this business, did you really realize like, wow, I have something big here? I think that once we started to, you know, we, my dream was always to combine beauty and technology, my two backgrounds um, yeah. coming from technology, I studied technology in university, and I always, and I've been selling beauty products for a decade, I, I wanted to combine the two. And so I knew that we were going to figure something out. The, mm -hmm. that, the real question was, could we grow fast enough to, to get enough mind share so that we could uh, start to create this category? Because what we're doing, you know, has never been done before. You know, wh when's the last time you were excited? For example, one thing that we're incredibly uh, accomplished of, and I'll get back to answering your question, but yeah, one yeah. thing that we're incredibly uh, excited about accomplishing is that for the first time, if you give someone snow for Valentine's Day or for Christmas, they will literally cry and be so happy because of that. And we literally get videos of, of, of people giving them as gifts and people are so excited where if you gave 
um, strips, uh, you know, whitening strips out to, yep. to someone for their birthday. They're like, what are you trying to say about my smile? Like, what is this? It's like That's giving so true. Yeah. It's, we've done is we've in a, in a very, very, very quick time, uh, uh, we've been able to shift the entire look of the industry and the feel. We've elevated the aesthetic standard for oral care products, and we're continuing to do that. And we now have a huge head start. Um, which leads us into, you know, do we want to raise money? You know, how much money do we want to raise? How fast do we want to grow? And so now we're able to do that. So for me, when I realized we were onto something from a business perspective was when our customers came back and we've got a proprietary formula. Nobody else has the formula we've got. Uh, we spent a lot of money and we spent millions of dollars into our research and development already. But once I realized early, early on that customers were coming back with amazing reviews, amazing feedback, um, and that people were okay to spend more money on a product that was a lot better than everything else. That was a signal to me that, um, you know, the, the, the market was looking for something. They were willing to invest a little yeah. bit more money yeah. to something that worked every time. Um, and then once I saw people coming back and buying systems again and again and again to give us gifts, this was the first three months. I mean, people were coming back and ordering another system. That's like if you buy a MacBook uh, Pro, and you like it so much, you come back and buy another one. It's like, why are you buying another MacBook? And it's like, because I like it so much, I want to share this with someone. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, okay, we're definitely onto something. It's time to double down. Awesome. So what was that double down decision for you? Like when you knew that people were coming back, what was the biggest thing you did next? Um, well, for us, so so this is something, um, this is a very risky move, um, but I've, I've read so many Harvard case study reviews, um, you know, hbr.org slash case study um, for $8 a pop. Um, you know, I, I, I read, I'm a voracious reader, so I'm reading through all these case studies and I realized that um, uh, you don't want to mess up the base. So whatever you're making money on, you, you want to make sure you double down on what's working. So instead of going and product line extending to toothpaste, mouthwash, floss, like right out the gate. Yeah. Instead, what we did is we took all the profits, any profits we made and, and the money from my own bank account to double down on what was working, which was our teeth winding system. So uh, for us, you know, we had we had um, pioneered the ability to plug the teeth winding system into a, into a, a phone, into a mobile device, because we saw that our customers were scrolling Instagram while they were whitening. So we said, why don't we use the power um, supply through the phone to do that? And then the next step was people wanted to shower people uh, with the um, with the device. They yeah. wanted to uh, be around water, and so we knew that we wanted to create something that was wireless. And so now we have a patent on wireless mouthpieces. Um, and so uh, for us, doubling down was saying. How can we take the customer feedback and make something that is legitimately 10 times better than everything else out there? Not gimmicky, not just a light, just to have a light, actually changing the formula so it's photo, uh, photo activated with the LED spectrum that we use, like really doubling down the science to bring real technology into this, creating a mobile application, the world's first teeth whitening uh, mobile app to be able to track all the data for the, uh, for the customers to keep track of their results, like really saying, how can we make, really double down on this? And now we're doubling down again on the same device. And this is controversial because they said, Josh, why didn't you come out with toothpaste or mouthwash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sell more to the same customer. We want to lock in the reason why people are, love our brand. We want to double down in that. And then we can come out with the rest of the products. If we extend it too quickly, we would lose the base uh, and lose focus of the base. And so that was that kind of doubling down, the first doubling down moment. What do you think separates 
snow from like a whitening toothpaste or Crest white strips? Like what's, what's the real separation there? Yeah. So, um, if you look at whitening systems, so you have on one side, you have strips that have a, a very simple, like one, one active ingredient. Um, and they've been around for 20 years. Um, you know, that company sat on the patent for 20 years and really their, their distribution models to retail stores. So yeah. they, they, they want you to, um, they want you to come back into the store to buy more and more and more and more because that benefits the retailer benefits their business. Um, and so it, it's, it's, it's a very cumbersome process. And because of the, um, ingredients not changing for 20 years, um, the, the results just aren't there. They, they don't last as long. Um, they don't work on all types of, um, scenarios. So that's kind of an outdated, uh, cheaper, uh, model. And then on the higher end, you have the in-office dental treatments, which are great, except you have to go into a dentist. You got to schedule an appointment. Um, obviously you're spending a lot more money. Um, so they're inconvenient. And the other thing is because it's a one hour treatment, um, they have to use very, very strong ingredients, um, and also ultraviolet light, which can be damaging to gums and lips and all that. So it's a very, very, uh, um, uh, intense process that causes yeah. a time sensitivity, zingers, all of that. So the hybrid between the two is being able to utilize the, the photo activation with a complex formula that gives you the whitening uh, very similar to an in-office treatment with the convenience of being able to take a shower, travel with it, do it while you're driving, uh, and track all that through our app. So it's creating that, that hybrid between the convenience and the professional results and then backing that with technology and then ultimately it's got to be sexy. It's got to be something that people want to show off on social media. So true. So design is very important to us. And we've got a $10,000 uh, teeth whitening kit coming out that's dipped in real gold uh, and covered in Swarovski crystals. That's sick. Uh, it's like the first time ever where you have like the million dollar Victoria's Secret um, bra. We've got the Bugatti of teeth whitening. And, you know, <laughs> only, only a dozen people are going to buy that, yeah, that $10,000. Yeah. But it's elevated the aesthetic standard because if you think about when people come over to your house you hide that mouthwash bottle because it's ugly it's plastic uses artificial totally. colors artificial toothpaste is messy ugly the packaging alone of, of what we do is we want people to be proud to show off our products so that they don't hide them they display them proudly so that's that was kind of the whole uh, thesis around the design of our of our products were the uh, were the apple or the dyson or the tesla of oral care um, and we back that with real technology where a lot of other companies shy away from the true technology. We man up to it and we actually put that in the forefront. Everybody else is just putting a new shiny will on something or trying to trick uh, uh, customers in some way, shape or form. This is across industries. We wanted to, to truly sell something that worked with real technology, but also was designed so that people were excited to show it off. Yeah, I love that because it's so funny. Because I recently did a show and you know I'm watching myself on uh, online and I'm like, man, I wish I had whiter teeth. And my girlfriend went out and being the amazing person that she is, she buys me the Crest white strips, but I haven't used it because I'm like a part of me, Josh. I'm like embarrassed to use it. But with something like this, you see everyone else. It's kind of like a, a cool thing. You're right. It makes it cool. It makes you want to do it. Well, so we did is we now. You know, we have 10 million people a month that see our advertisements and, you know, millions of millions of shoppers. And now and because of the celebrities, most of them who are actually customers of our product, um, it's cool to post snow on social media. It's 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 exciting and it's high end and it's premium. And it makes sense that 
you know, uh, um, Floyd Mayweather uses snow. Of course, he's he's filthy rich. Yeah. He's only going to use the best. And so, you know, when he says snow is the best um, that money can buy, you know that he's got the money. He can buy just about anything. And the reason why celebrities, um, especially musicians, love our product is because they're traveling. They don't have time to go see their celebrity dentist. Yeah. And we don't we don't compete with dentists. We actually supplement uh, and, and we're a value at the dentist. Dentists sell our product. They love our product. Um, so we're not coming in and saying, don't go to the dentist. We want you to go to the dentist. Um, but what we're saying is that you don't have to settle for strips or some kind of outdated inferior product where you kind of now what we've done is when people use another product, if it's not a snow product, they either feel like they're using a counterfeit or they feel like they're using a cheap kind of budget alternative. And you would never post a picture with strips on your teeth. Um, it's just not, a, so it's not true. a good look, you know? And so yeah. we've changed that whole dynamic and we're doing it to toothpaste now mouthwash floss toothbrush uh, mints gum um, our, our extension is going to change the dynamic of how people interact with oral care products on social media and nobody else can do it now because we've have this massive head start we've created this category yeah. now anybody else who comes on and tries to piggyback um, you know, if one of these big companies tries to come out with something sexy or some type of flavoring with a celebrity, it's like, oh, you're a Me Too brand, or oh, you just <laughs> doesn't it? It's it's very hard for them to compete at this point. That's why we flooded the media um, so quickly and aggressively once we saw the opportunity. Yeah, I love that. You know, one thing I want to ask you, Josh, is you know everything that you have accomplished, everything you've been through. Like for you, I'm wondering if you had the chance to go back and say sit down with an 18-year-old version of yourself and not necessarily change anything, but maybe just offer yourself a piece of advice or piece of guidance. I'm wondering what that would be for you. You know, I would, if I could go back, I would have just, I would have just said focus um, and and think think bigger. Um, you know, I hear this, this is a common thing theme amongst uh, uh, celeb or not celebrity, uh, successful entrepreneurs, uh, billionaires. They say. Think bigger, uh, think longer term. It's very hard when you're young. Um, create create some type of income that's going to allow you to uh, take care of your you know food, shelter, security, so that you can think in abundance yeah. as opposed to in scarcity. So that would be important. So maybe consult consult a little. Grab a couple of clients, consult on the side, but be building something that is your 20 year plan. Um, and, and, and choose a category that you can become excited about. There are a thousand different categories for you to sell into. Um, and you know, I didn't grow up as a dentist. Like I didn't grow up uh, obsessed over teeth necessarily, but I've always been fascinated by teeth, first impressions, um, and, and the effect that a smile has, um, you know, on everybody and the totally. confidence that it has. So for me, I knew what it did for me. So that's what fascinated me. But an 18 year old, I would say, think, think longer term, focus. There's a hundred things you want to do. Um, watch who you follow because who you follow is who you start to become by or become like. Yeah. And so there are so many gurus and all this stuff online that are easy to follow and um, say all this crazy stuff. Look at the the true businessmen, not these guru type of fast, quick, all of this crap. Look at the true business times. I follow John D. Rockefeller, Cornelius Vanderbilt, mm. you know, Bill, Steve Jobs. Um, I follow people that have built real businesses with real products that affect millions of lives that have scaled to monopolistic sized fortunes. Those are the people I follow. John, um, John Paul DeJoria from Patron Tequila and yeah. Paul Mitchell, I love him. Richard Branson, like these are the people I obsess over and follow, not the today's guru or tomorrow's guru or this, this, this or that. Tactics, 
uh, make you rich, strategy makes you wealthy. And it's the underlying principles that remain unchanged in the, today's um, dynamic business world. That's why I have the advantage over every other um, person we compete with because I'm driven by the principles and strategies and the tactics simply allow me to kind of move day to day, but it's the underlying principles and strategy that allow us to win long term. Oh, man, I love it. You're firing me up in this episode, Josh. <laughs> I'm sitting here on the edge of my chair. Josh, for people who want to follow along on your journey, who understand that they want to follow people that they ultimately um, look up to, where's the best place they can go? Yeah, so uh, let's see here. So, um, you know, on the snow side, trysnow.com. Yeah. Um, on my personal side, uh, in, you know, I'm very active on, on Instagram, actually. I share a lot on Instagram and Facebook. So, uh, my Instagram handles Joshy the Snowman, so J O S H Y the Snowman. Um, and then honestly, if you just copy paste my last name from the podcast, you can probably find my Facebook quite easily. Um, you know, add me on there, follow me on there. Um, I don't have any courses. I don't have an email list that I send out to. Um, um, you know, so YouTube is another place. So just search my last name on YouTube. I've done a lot of different uh, interviews. Some in my house, going through my story of the early days. Um, that's a great way to follow along there as well. Otherwise, Instagram is is uh, my platform of choice at the moment. Um, that may change the next year. But right now, I post a lot of just funny stuff on there. And obviously, anytime I'm on a podcast or, or we come out with new products, I'm very, very open and transparent with what we're doing, which opens us up to a lot of copycats, um, which is why you know we aggressively shut those guys down now. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I realize that I can either be closed off and secretive, but then I'm not I'm not able to help and inspire people because I'm afraid of copycats, or I can be open, transparent, allow the copycats to try, and we can shut them down now, um, but I am able to inspire a lot of people. So I, I go for the abundant, open, transparent route every time. I love it. Man, when you get copycats, you know you're on the right track, right? Am I right? Exactly. No, we love it. I mean, we yeah. listen, we, we get it. We get a copycat every two weeks. And, and, uh, and, you know, some people will literally copy our images. They'll sell our images. They'll copy our product description. Uh, they'll go uh, to Chinese manufacturers and say, can you copy these guys? Um, and so now, you know, I've hired some of the best um, uh, intellectual property lawyers, um, you know, and trademark lawyers that I could that I could literally find. I asked around now you know, we've got it, we've got a system down and we just, we'll take anybody down. Uh, and, you know, as we start to raise, you know, a lot of money, it's going to become very important for us to protect our brand. Um, you know, just like Louis Vuitton and Gucci and all these high-end fashion brands have to protect their brand. There'll always be a counterfeit underground market. Um, but the nice thing is you cannot, uh, you can, you cannot physically knock off our product to the quality standards um, without charging you know, hundreds of dollars for your product. And you, if you don't have the brand to justify that price point, um, it's kind of like Vitamix and Dyson. You can yeah. knock off Dyson's um, the vacuum cleaner, but if you actually do it even somewhat right, our cost of goods on our new system are higher than every other product out there. Like the, the retail price, like wow. the, the retail price of their product, our cost of goods are higher. So it's like, it's impossible to, to, to get Carrera marble, 24 karat gold, carbon fiber. Like you can't use these these materials unless you can charge a lot of money for for them on the retail side. And we're the only brand literally on the planet that can charge $10,000 for a teeth whining kit. I've already sold three of them. So like there, there's no other brand that carries that prestige, that celebrity, that authenticity, and the technology. And the last piece is our app is our big differentiator because if you don't have an authentic snow product, 
you can't interact with our platform, which you're missing out on a huge, huge opportunity gotcha. to track your progress, track your results, connect all your devices into one, um, you know, get snowflakes as rewards. Like you miss out on this whole ecosystem of snow. So you'll know right away if, if you bought a counterfeit, someone's trying to rip you off, you'll know right away because the app will tell you this is not a counterfeit. Please report to boom, boom, boom. Yeah, love that. Well, everyone that is, you know, you hear it all the time when you look good. You feel good, you perform well, and a part of that is is feeling good about yourself, and this is what Snow does for you. So go to trysnow.com, follow Josh on Instagram and Facebook. I will share all these links to make it super simple to reach out and connect and follow along on his journey. And as you can see from this interview, everyone, success is driven by passion, hunger, and today, relentlessness and focus. Everyone has to overcome obstacles. Everyone has a story. Start building yours today. Today, we have the chance to speak with the amazing Josh Elizechi. Josh, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule here, man, and coming on the show here with us today. Colin, my pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you. Pleasure is all mine. And everyone, if you liked today's episode, you found value in it, be sure you hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment. Share it with your friends. Until next time, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding. Yeah.